When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Maryland. I'm joined by Michael Hunter. What's going on? I'm good man. Obviously, you feature this Saturday night uh, live on DAZN. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I feel good. Excited about the event. Um, you know, excited to uh, show down, throw down in a um, familiar place. Uh, you know, it's, a, uh, it's always a good thing to have your, your strong team behind you. So, it, it, you know, family, I got family coming and people from, um, you know, all over coming to see me. So this is a good feeling. I'm, I'm back at home. Yeah. Can you take on Brazilian uh, Fabio Maldonado? Mm-hmm. What do you know about him? Um, I don't know too much. Uh, I watched a few of his fights. I know he's a, what I do know is he's an undefeated guy. I mean, not undefeated. He's never been stopped. He has uh, two losses. Um, both of his losses were to undefeated guys. Um, you know, very credible guys. And, uh, you know, we're going to hopefully put on the show and, um, you know, show up. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it's a familiar place. Uh, didn't go your way. Obviously against Alexander Uzik, there's no shame in that. How are you finding anyways fighting at heavyweight? You've had what, four fights now at heavyweight? Uh-huh. Um, what sort of differences are you noticing from when you're fighting at cruiserweight? Well, I've had, a, you know, I started my career at heavyweight. Um, so I've had uh, quite a few fights. This is like my first, my, I had four fights since I've been back from cruiser, but uh, you know, it's, it's a little different, you know, you don't have to really play with the weight, you know, um, you can eat, you know, as much as you want and, you know, you don't have to be lack, lacking in energy when, when it comes to fight time, you know, that's kind of part of strategy when you, when you have those weight classes and stuff, uh, you know, and um, I, I'm not, you know, the biggest heavyweight around, so, um, you know, I basically get to eat as much as I want, you know. That's not a bad thing, then. Nah. <laughs> you just had lunch now, actually. What do you have? Uh, I had... Shrimp quesadillas and some tacos, Spanish food. It was really good, right right down the street. It's a wonderful area. What's this uh, area called? Uh, National Harbor? N- n- but the, uh, the yeah, the place that we're at is just a, a good, it's a good area. Uh, you know, it's a lot of food, a lot of, uh, it's like a scenic place. You know what I'm saying? A lot of tourists, uh, tourist people around. So it's, it's a good uh, environment. You know, I can't wait until the fight night. I know um, Maryland's gonna be turning up, so. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you a little about Dizone, Matram, Eddie Hearn, that link up. Um, why go to Eddie and Matram? 
Oh man, well one, they're the new, you know, they're new. They're, they're kind of similar as far as my, as far as, um, you know, doing stuff, not taking no for an answer, you know, in the industry. <clears throat> I kind of been like that as my, <clears throat> growing up in my career. Um, you know, trying new things, not going with the, uh, what do you call it, with the mass, you know what I'm saying? And, and the, yeah, the status quo of, of, of things. They, you know, they're doing, uh, you know, they're trying new things, they're making mistakes, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're putting their uh, foot out there, they're putting their hand out there, and they're making things done. So, uh, they're a young, new company, and I just hope to grow with them uh, as the time continues. We know Eddie has got sort of a dominant hold on things in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really him and Frank Warren in the UK uh, running things there. In the US, since he's come, he's had a, a fair bit of criticism um, from your likes of Steven Espinoza, um, Bob Arum, etc. How do you think he's got on so far? I mean, when you're getting um, criticism from the uh, biggest guys, that means you got to be doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Usually, if you if you're doing something wrong, them guys ain't even really paying attention to you. So, uh, you know, like I said, they're young. They're they're like a, a adolescent kid right now. You know what I'm saying? Making mistakes and and trying to do the right thing, and which you know it, it gives a it gives a it starts opening doors for uh, opportunities like like myself. You know what I'm saying? I would have never had these type of opportunities if it wasn't for Matchroom and Dazone um, uh, coming and. Uh, approaching boxing and uh, the sport in the way they did, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all the other people are kind of old traditional, uh, you know, like I said, stick with the status quo of things and, uh, you know, it's hard to change, you know, everybody's kind of getting on the app now because, you know, uh, you know, DAZN and all this uh, new breakthrough st um, <clears throat> technology and stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I think it's a great thing for boxing as, as a whole. Um, and it's, so it's definitely going to be great for, for America, you know, it's giving uh, younger kids and younger people that may have never had an opportunity uh, to get those opportunities to, uh, you know, rise to the top. This is your second fight on the zone. You fought at Alexander Usinomosi in Monaco. That was on the zone, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but obviously first fight on the zone in America. Mm -hmm. um, you should be on, what, probably 8.39 o'clock sort of time? Yes. Yes, I would say that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's Somebody good for you. You're in a really good purple patch. Obviously, you stopped Martin Bacoli, uh, stopped Alexander Ustinov. Um, you looking for a stoppage on Saturday night? Or you're not too bothered. No, the stoppage I feel like is going to come with the uh, with the technique and the uh, flawless um, performance that I put on. You know, just uh, making sure everything is sharp and, and you know um, putting it all together. You know, I, I I I'm always going for the stoppage. You know, this is boxing, so. Well, we we don't get paid for uh, overtime, so <clears throat> the the better the, uh, the faster the better. Now, Michael, I think a lot of the media this week are going to ask you uh, about what I'm going to come on to. Um, take your mind back a few weeks ago, where Miller got popped uh, three failed tests. Um, then it was all up in the air. Who's Joshua going to fight? Obviously, your name was being mentioned heavily. Why do you think they've won Ruiz? Why aren't you fighting Joshua Jim first? I think I'm just a difficult fight, you know, especially to have a debut in, in you know, the United States. Uh, you know, I just think there was a, it would be just a little difficult uh, 
to perform in the way they wanted to, for uh, Anthony Joshua to come out on his pro debut at, uh, in America. You know, I, I don't think, uh, yeah, he was just had some big problems, that's all. Okay. In terms of offers and contracts, how many offers were actually put to you? As far as Anthony Joshua? Yes. None. There was no offers. There wasn't any offers? No offers. Okay. They didn't want the smoke. How many times you reach out to Eddie where you're on his case? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, the moment I found out they didn't, uh, you know, I put my I put my name in the, in the bucket, you know, ASAP, you know, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm sort of like crisis control when it comes to Eddie and, and the zone, you know, they, you know, even my first fight, you know, I, I had a, what, 11 day notice and three days to try to think about it and stuff like that. So, um, you know, like I said, they, they've been they. It's been a few times I've almost had uh, quite a few different fights, you know, Pavekian and, you know, the uh, Usyk fight falling out for the Tackum and, uh, and, you know, I put my name in it. Anytime I, I get a chance, I'm throwing my name out there and I'm putting my name out there so they know I'm ready at all times. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm like, I'm like crisis control, you know, they, 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 they want to call me when there's, when, when there's real drama and to save some shows, so. This is kind of what, kind of how this is right now, and um, that's what I'm gonna end up doing for this one. I'm gonna end up saving the show. You mentioned two names there, Takab and Povetkin. It was a sort of a, it was a weird mix because it was said that Uzik first was gonna fight Povetkin, right, and you was gonna fight Takab. Then right. I heard rumors of you fighting Povetkin, and obviously Uzik Takab was supposed to happen. Well, I'm gonna let you know is because none of them wanted to fight me, so <laughs> that's where the problem was at. It all stopped when. You know, uh, I think they're okay with fighting uh, with uh, Usyk. He he's not a big puncher. You know, he's not knocking anybody out. You know, he might wear you down and stop you from you know conditioning. But you know, now moving up to heavyweight, um, it's going to be very difficult for I think Usyk to actually get some um, big big names unless they throw some you know big money or there's big money fights. But you know, um, he's not a great big puncher. He's a very beautiful. Uh, you know, technician and boxer, um, but you know, heavyweights don't like to lose like that. You know what I'm saying? They want to have something that they can come back from, um, and it's hard to come back from losing to flutters. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, and I, I feel like I'm actually a, a bigger and better, a better puncher when it comes to you know the heavyweight division and knowing how to deal with heavyweights and, and making my name uh, and performing uh, and getting the stoppage and stuff like that. So. I think I'm more of a dangerous fight uh, for heavyweight than others than than Usyk would be. So I just mm -hmm. think, um, and obviously, you know, he's the undisputed champ. So you know, the his it would be more profitable, uh, you know, to fight Usyk at this time. But uh, so I just think I'm a just difficult fight, and every every time my name comes up, it's you know, it's it's a uh, question marks mm -hmm. you know, that go around their head. Just back to the Joshua situation, Eddie was quite vocal in saying a lot of heavyweights are putting themselves forward, but the first question they ask is how much are we getting? Um, one of the good things about Ruiz, Eddie said that he actually thinks that Ruiz believes he can genuinely win against Joshua, um, and he said you are the exact same. I think it was only literally said you and Ruiz are the only two guys that are standing out that are coming across like they can actually beat Joshua on June 1st. So how comes, why do you think there was no offer sent though? Because in the media, it was very vocal about you. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm really in crisis control. They knew already I was a go. No matter how much the money was, 
no matter what it was gonna uh, take, they knew I was going to get the job done if they put me on there. So I was just like the guy that just in case, like I said, the crisis control, if it all end, doesn't go well and we need to have somebody, um, then we'll put Michael uh, Michael Hunter in. But uh, they end up finding Andy Ruiz, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's what happened, you know. So you believe you were like last option? On the last, last, last. Only if the show was not gonna happen. That's the only way they were gonna put me on, and um, you know, and I kind of knew that, so I was I, I was just patiently waiting, and um, you know, hopefully keeping my fingers crossed that nobody else would put their hat their name in the hat. Um, but Andy, uh, you know, it took him a little time, but he ended up uh, making a little uh, call and putting it out there, and uh, they bid on it. So I mean, uh, I think it's great for Andy Ruiz and a great opportunity for him to, um, whether win, lose, or draw, to perform and to showcase who he really is because the boy can fight, you know. Um, people are putting him down, but, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's not going to be that easy, you know. He's not going to lay down, mm. you know. Well, everyone you speak to outside of boxing, like casual fans, are kind of questioning why Ruiz is in the ring with Joshua. But everyone I speak to in boxing, and you've just said it yourself now, is saying this is a really good fight, in fact, tougher than the Miller fight. How much of a chance do you give Andy? Um, you know, I, I think they they have an upper edge as far as Anthony Joshua. I think, you know, as far as the athleticism, the size, you know, the distance that um, Andy's going to have to deal with. But like you say, he's no stranger to these things. Um, I fought Andy uh, before in the amateurs, and um, he's always gave people problems. He's always been there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, his hands are fast. I've, I actually feel like his hands are faster than um, Anthony's. Uh, I feel like he has a better uh, boxing IQ than Anthony. Um, those are his two advantages, and I feel like he has a little more experience uh, as far as maybe not uh, in the big those big stages, but as far as overall, he's been in there, um, you know, for a long time. He's been fighting since he was little. His, you know, he's come from a background of fighting. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be a good showdown. He's not going to lay down, but I I, I kind of give the. Edge to Anthony just a little bit. Hey, man, if you want to take a seat, you can, you know. Feel bad you're standing there. Um, from what you're saying, it seems very frustrating. You can sit there if you want. Yeah. It seems very frustrating for your situation in terms of making deals with other heavyweights. Do you believe you'll ever get a shot at one of the top guys for a deal, or are you just going to have to work your way up for the, for the mandatory slot? Yeah, when I take it, that's the only shot um, I always thought I was going to have anyway. Um, I'm not like you know, a lot of these other fighters that just happen to randomly get a shot because they see weakness in them. I, I, I really don't have any chinks in my armor, so, um, you know, they know I'm a force to be reckoned with, with anybody, you know what I'm saying? Anybody that steps in there, I'm going to give them fits, so, um, you know, I think the way my career is and the way my, um, you know, the way my career has been proceeding, that I'm going to have to... Uh, you know, take this, uh, take the titles from. I'm gonna have to earn every bit of it. You know, they're not giving me nothing here. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I was, I was, I was shocked when they, when they even mentioned my name. But um, eventually, like I said, I kind of knew that. You know, they was just kind of, you know, kind of uh, using my name, I guess. And, you know, just for crisis control, just in case type stuff. So, uh, uh, you know, this is no, this is not new to me when it comes to this situation. I was like this in the amateurs. Um, I've always had to uh, take the long, tough road, and um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. 
You're what, 11th in the IBF? 12th with the WBA, I think? Yeah. I think you're not ranked in the top 15 in the other two, but obviously you're ranked, uh, as I said, in the top 15 with the WBA and the IBF. You've got Manuel Char, who holds that WBA title. Is that a fight you're interested in? Absolutely, man. I would love to fight uh, Emmanuel Char. Um, like I said, I, I don't know if these guys, uh, you know, they try to discredit me by like saying, who is he? But most of these guys I've been fighting before they was even, you know, even put on a pair of boxing gloves. You know, I come from a long generation of, of, of fighting on both sides of my family. So um, I'm not sure how, what's going to go and how is it going to go, but I'm definitely interested in, in, in taking a fight like that. So how do you believe you're going to get these shots though? Because as you said, no one seems like they're interested in fighting. Are you just going to have to work your way up to that manager slot? You know, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, a long route. I've been taking a long route. It's like, uh, you know, I just got to be patient. It's like, you know, um, you know, just got to take it one step at a time. But I'm in no rush. I can fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be here. I can fight. I'm not going anywhere. And, you know, um, I've always been here. So now that I'm getting my, my feet on the ground, uh, it's just, you know, they're going to have more trouble. I'm getting in better shape. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting better. I'm able to focus more on um, boxing. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm, it's a long road. So uh, the guys are going to, the people that really can't fight are going to weave themselves out. That's what's going to, that's, I think, also what happened with Matchroom and zone and uh, the new apps and all that, that people, uh, all the fighters, are gonna start weaving themselves out, and only the few, the real fighters are gonna be available. So um, when that happens, and when it all hits the fan, um, you know you'll see who's standing. Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm in no rush. You know what I'm saying? It's like the marathon. Another name that was uh, linked heavily with that Joshua fight was Luis Ortiz. Um, now Luis's highest purse ever, from what people say, is a million dollars against Wilder. He was offered $7 million for that Joshua fight, um, but still refused it at six weeks notice. Why do you think he refused it? Uh, actually, I have no clue. Um, well, there's a lot of people who suggest that <laughs> he might have been doing some things. That uh, he shouldn't have been, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's one of the only, um, you know, op options you have, but you know, you never really know, everybody, uh, everybody has their own career, you know, we tend to, you know, think that, you know, we're all kind of meshed up into one, but, you know, we're all trying to just, you know, make a living for ourselves and, you know, provide for our families and stuff like that. So you never know what was going to really happen, what was going on in his, in his, uh, you know, his other situations, his life situations, his family, uh, you know, his friends, uh, you know, trainers and managers and all that stuff is there's a lot of stuff that goes into these fights. And goes into uh, making the fights um, and, and saying yes to certain fights. You know, if you if you're not really totally prepared, and um, you know, you want to continue to rise your stock and stuff like that, and it just depends. You know, uh, you know everybody's, and it's crazy because everybody wants to criticize. You know, somebody like Ortiz, but you guys got people like, um, like exactly Anthony Joshua, who you know, kind of picking their opponents and you know, get to pick their opponents, you know, not to say he's like, you know, picking the soft people or whatever, all these guys, they're, they're credible people, but I'm just saying that, you know, uh, they don't have the luxury as, um, we, some of us don't have the luxury as, as he does, so, 
you know, it's, it's just a different um, format and a different um, playing field for, for everybody. There's a lot of people who suggest that Joshua is perhaps ducking your likes of Wild and Fury, and, and you get people saying Wild and, and Fury are ducking Joshua, etc. How do you read that whole situation? Do you think anyone's ducking each other? Uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, Anthony's lightweight, you know, ducking. Uh, which, you know, like I said, everybody has their own little path. I, I feel like he, you know, he wanted to hang on to his belts for a little longer instead of risking having such a big risk. You know, everybody's, you know, trying to play uh, um, low risk, high reward. And um, he has the luxury to do that. So when it comes to high risk, high reward, I think, uh, you know, that's going against the grain and going against his, uh, their methods. So, um just like uh you know just like this fight with anthony i mean with andy ruiz you know i feel like he he thought it was a a lower lower risk and um you know same same reward uh lower risk though so uh, i feel like um the you know those type of people uh you know like deontay and um or tyson he kind of gets to hand pick his opponents I, I feel like he's doing the same thing with tom schwartz I, I I don't I mean I never met Tom I don't I don't never knew about Tom Schwartz until they brought his name up, um, you know and uh, these guys is you know they they have the luxury and I don't feel like Deontay Deontay's a little different, um, you know he's with you know PBC and you know they have a, a different team a different way of going about things, so um, I feel like you know at, at all three of them I feel like Deontay is the most purest one is fighting. Whoever he got to fight, and um, will fight whoever he got to fight. The other two, I feel like they kind of, you know, stick into the, the the traditional rules. Okay. You mentioned taking the long route to the to the shots or the title, um, working your way up the governing bodies. We've seen someone in Dylan White who has been number one with the WBC, I think now for over 500 days, and he still hasn't got his shot. Are you concerned something like that might happen with you after what? one or two years of hard work fighting everyone in them top 10 rankings you still might not get the shot because of politics and boxing uh yeah you know it's um it's a it's an unfortunate thing uh to go about it like this but you know uh, this is you know the world we live in right now so it's really just you just got to play your part you know what i'm saying it's, it, it is uh, um, unfortunate but you know what can i do i'm just in it we saw uh, Brazil get a shot at Wilder. Uh, of course, it didn't really last long. Did you watch it? Yeah, I was there. Oh, you was there, yeah. Yeah, I was there. How was it ringside when he when he knocked him out in the first round? <laughs> Man, it was it was crazy. I was I was a little upset. Um, you know, I like Dominic. Uh, that's my boy. He was um with the in the 2012 Olympics with me mm. uh, as my teammate and stuff. Um, I really wanted to, to see him do well. You know, what I'm saying put on a better performance, win, lose, or draw. But uh, you know. It went how it went, and um, you know, as long as he's healthy and he's good, I seen that was okay, and it's, he's good with his family's there and everybody's supporting him. You know, like I said, this is a uh, this is a hard sport. You know what I'm saying? It's not like uh, you know basketball, football, where we have you know, you know, you getting hit for a living, and, and you know, you so many different things. You know. We, even our family, I feel like we tend to be a lot more closer because, you know, they they watched us through the struggles. They've been with us. They've had to struggle with us through the struggles, you know. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's, 
just a different you know platform I guess well I think he put up a video today on social media with his kids and stuff so did you see that yeah I did I did that's what I said it's uh, good to see yeah it was good to see I, I was kind of I didn't think he should have uh, deleted his uh, he deleted his uh, instant Twitter yeah his instant yeah. Twitter I mean I, I didn't think it was no need for that I mean you know he, he he's done exceptionally well for his career and um, you know for his family and stuff so you know what I'm saying I, I just think uh, you know I'm glad that he's he's okay Michael obviously you're planning to put a show on this Saturday night and uh, stop Fabio if that is the case or in your opinion when that is the case what are you looking at next do you, do you want are you craving that big fight yeah uh, I've been craving it for a long time you know what I'm saying uh, even coming out of the amateurs, I just you know, you know, I wish I would have had a, a different type of uh, a route. But uh, I know it's coming. You know what I'm saying. So whenever it comes, uh, they just better be ready. Cause I'm ready. I'm gonna be ready. You know what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm in no rush because I know I can fight. I, I don't do no type of drinking. I, I don't have no head problems. You'll never see me being depressed or nothing like that. Um, I'm definitely not when I become champion. I'm not going to get into no depressions or anything like that. Uh, I've been taking the, I've done all the hard work, all the, all the hard, hard mental processes and all the struggles and all that is, is, you know, I'm breaking through right now. So, um, you know, you're only going to see a better Michael Hunter. That's it. Let me just lastly throw a few names at you. Um, we've got a thriving heavyweight UK scene. You got the likes of Dylan White. Not sure how realistic that is for you because he's waiting for his title shot. He's nearly there. Um, likes of Derek Chisora. Would you come to the UK for that fight? I would love to fight Derek Chisora, and definitely go to UK for that. I, I would go straight to his house. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know that. I mean, that's the type of fighter I am. I like to. I like to perform. You know what I'm saying? Wherever it is, I, I'm. You know. I want to win. I want to, um, you know, I want to perform at my best abilities. I love the UK fans over there. You know, they're they're so supportive. Um, you know, it's a, a little different um, from American fans to UK fans. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, and I I enjoy, I enjoy the UK fans and you know, you know the hospitality over there, and um, so I would I would love to go over there at any time and um, take take those boys away from you know. And beat them up at their house. <laughs> well, you got a lot of fans in the UK. You got a lot of love. Um, how was it fighting at your call against Martin? Oh man, that was a that was a <laughs> that was an experience. Uh, I was the underdog. You know, mm. I was supposed to be knocked out in four or five rounds, and you know, obliviated and all that. Um, and then, uh, you know, the opposite happened. <laughs> And uh, you know, uh, it was it was an experience though, because I knew what I was going up against. You know, I knew I had to stop him. Um, you know, the scorecards was crazy. I didn't think I lost not one round to me. Uh, if you can, you can give him maybe one. That's what were the scores in the end? The cards in the end? Um, I think I was. I had a. They had a draw going into the last round. Really? So yeah, uh, which what I thought was crazy, but good thing. Uh, you know, I didn't have no plans on on making uh, going to a decision anyway. Uh, I never did. Uh, if you even watch any inter interviews uh, before that, I always said I was going to stop him, and um, I'm surprised he lasts that long. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Bacoli is—he's gonna—I'm um, not going to get the credit for Bacoli until a little later. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm like the first person to beat him. And, and I feel like it's going to stay that way for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's not going to get a credit until he starts beating some bigger guys. Well, I'm not going to get the credit until he actually starts beating some bigger names. And they really see, uh, you know, who Bacoli is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, his trainer, Billy Nelson, was before your fight, was going on like he was the next best thing uh, yeah. to, come out of, to come out of the sport. Yeah. And, and I mean, he had, uh, he had uh, an argument for that. You know, he was... He's um, Anthony Joshua's main sparring partner. Mm. He's been going around uh, all of London beating up guys and giving them fits. And, um, you know, a lot of guys, uh, you know, actually Chizora's coach came and told me that, you know, that uh, nobody gave me the benefit of the doubt, you know. And um, not even the, you know, the promoter, uh, the promoters over there, I ain't gonna say no names. The promoter over there, uh, I feel like you know, it was kind of had it in on me, you know, they, you know, they said they, you know, it wasn't their guy, but, you know, obviously it was, but, uh, so, you know, it was, it was, a, uh, it was like me exactly going in somebody else's lair, you know what I'm saying? I had a small team, they had everybody, you know, everybody was there for him, you know, it was a very tight, you know what I'm saying, uh, arena, small, um, hot, Boy, that uh, arena was very hot, and um, it made for a good atmosphere, but it was like me going up against uh, everybody, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I was able to get everybody's blessings, and everybody was excited about just the show, so um, it wasn't like any animosity after I beat them and stuff like that, so uh, that's what I did enjoy. It was all love. Well, if you have... A future fight in the UK It'll probably be at the O2. It might be at your core. Have you been to the O2 before? No. It's much different to, to your core, obviously. Um, it's a beautiful arena, so we hope to see you there one day. Just the last question, Michael. Um, another guy who's moved up from cruiserweight to heavyweight is uh, Murat Gassiev. Joined up with Dazone and Matram as well. Would you take him on? I would love to take uh, Gassiev on. Uh, he's done a lot in cruiserweight division. And um, he's now moving up to heavyweight. Uh, I know he's a, a very credible opponent, and um, he's a champion. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to fight. You know any champion that you know that's been there in that moment. Uh, you know they they obviously have one one thing over me, which is the belt. And um, you know I, I see you know a lot of potential in, in Gassiev, and uh, I, I would just like to uh, definitely get a fight. Some. Even if it's not Gassiev, any any fight, uh, any world champion that I will be able to have uh, some decent credible, um, you know, I, I want to put my name out there, so, and uh, I want to get the credit for it, so. All right, on that note, Michael Hunter, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Appreciate you. We wish you the best of luck this Saturday night, and we'll thank grab you. a world afterwards. Thank you. Thank Top you. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.